It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan at 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills with Mike on this 19th day of November, 6.06 on the clock and 36 degrees and clear outside here in southeast Ohio. It's a Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting and got a good show for you. I know we'll have, hopefully have some listeners all the way up until 6.30 and then beyond 6.30 as the Ohio Bobcats will take on Kentucky over on our sister station, Power 105, and that pregame Again, we'll start at 6.30 with Russ Eisenstein and Rob Cornelius. Big game for the Ohio Bobcats. As again, Kentucky is ranked in the Associated Press poll, number 13 in the nation. They are 2-1 and one this season, while the Bobcats are 3-0 and oh, with one Associated Press uh, vote. So they are getting votes. They are getting some national recognition. And uh, this would be a huge, huge win for Ohio should they be able to upset Kentucky over in Rupp Arena. Uh, and again... That game will tip off at 7 o'clock with the pregame on our sister station, Power 105, uh, again, at 6.30. And then we also have a couple of Bombcat tickets to give away. I'll tell you how to go and win those uh, later on in the program. Uh, but we do have some tickets, two tickets to give away for Ohio and Mount St. Mary's, as that one will be on uh, Monday inside the Convocation Center at 7 o'clock. Uh, so you can have a chance to call into the sports fan a little bit later on. Uh, to win those two tickets. And then also be on the lookout. I don't know if Troy put them out yet or not, uh, but you have a chance to win two other tickets to go to that game uh, through our Facebook group channel, uh, WXDQ Sports. And again, on, on Facebook, they'll be available too. So two tickets right here on the Sportsman and two tickets through our Facebook group page. Uh, before we get into everything, we got Ohio men's basketball to talk about. we got Ohio State men's basketball as they lost to Xavier yesterday, 71-65. Uh, that is a upset. Xavier was getting some AP votes, uh, but Ohio State's uh, number 19 in the nation, and they get upset by Xavier. Uh, Ohio football with some big news. Ron, Carlin, uh, Ron Collins and Pete Germano uh, both announcing that they are retiring, the co-defensive coordinators of the Ohio University Bobcats. And then, of course, Ohio State with a couple of big weeks, right? It's number seven, Michigan State, tomorrow, and then number six, Michigan happening uh, the following week. So a couple of big games for Ohio State University uh, and Ohio University wrapping up their season next week against Bowling Green and the big news with their defensive coordinators announcing retirement. Uh, but some news on a personal note, and it doesn't get to happen so often in this business that you, uh, you kind of get to sign off uh, you know, under your own terms and everything, but I have taken another opportunity as a little bit closer to home in New Jersey and uh, I will be you know, leaving Southeast Ohio, believe it or not, tomorrow and uh, pursuing this opportunity. And uh, you know, I can't thank everybody here at the station enough. Uh, our owner, CEO, President Dave Palmer, uh, Krista Beckner, and uh, the whole entourage here at, at WATHWXTQ uh, for all their work over the years. It's been a pleasure working with everyone. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the next opportunity, but I will miss you know, working with everyone here day to day. I will still be on the air here and there it is not a so long but it is a you know goodbye for now uh, and i will be here every now and then uh you know, still doing ohio wrestling on espn plus i i anticipate still doing those broadcasts 
So I'll be back in Athens every every now and then. Uh, it'll be good to see everybody. Uh, and, of course, for Alumni uh, Weekend, right, uh, coming back for, for the Bobcats in the future. But uh, my time here in Athens is coming to a close as a uh, permanent resident. And, uh, you know, I can't thank everybody enough. Can't thank the station enough. And all the listeners, right, because it has been a rocky two years uh, with me and with you because, you know, I got started full-time right as pandemic started coming along. I uh, took over the sports fan from Troy Bolin, you know, Ryan Boyd before me and, and Troy. And, um, you know, so a lot, of, a lot of great history here at the station. And you'll be in good hands with Joey Medor, Andrew Allison, and um, possibly even a couple of new faces, right? So we will still continue uh, marching on with the sports fan. I will still fill in remotely uh, back from home. Uh, on a couple of shows, should the station need me to, and, and still retain a couple of responsibilities here at the station. But I do want to, uh, you know, kind of let you guys know, you know, what's going on behind the scenes, and and I do appreciate you know, all the time that we've had together uh, right here on this station, calling Athens Bulldogs basketball, football, baseball, uh, game of the week over the last couple of years. Uh, so it has been nothing but good times, and uh, it is not a a goodbye, but a you know, see you later, and I will be back, yeah, in some form or way, uh, whether it just be remotely or be in person for a couple of times. Uh, so, again, I thank everybody. And, uh, again, we're not going to let this show be a, you know, oh, this guy's leaving because that, you know, I will still be here in some kind of capacity, uh, even though I might not physically be here. Uh, but you know, we've still got a great show. we got Bobcats. We've got Ohio State Buckeyes and football and basketball still to talk about throughout the show. If you're looking to call in, 740-592-6646. And it should be, uh, you know, a good good final last program as a mainstay as a host right here on the Sportsman, uh, presented by JK Contracting. Let's get into it. For the Ohio Bobcats, it is a huge game for them tonight as they take on Kentucky again at Rupp Arena. Bobcats right now at 3-0, Kentucky 2-1, and Kentucky is 13th in the nation, and this will start the Kentucky Classic uh, between you know, Ohio and there'll be a couple of other games uh, in this Kentucky Classic with Mount St. Mary's on Monday, that one in Athens, and then Concordia uh, also following suit later on uh, for the Classic. But, uh, you know, Ohio, and Jeff Bowles has said this multiple times, you know, he has tried to schedule up this year, right? The Bobcats are projected to be a very good team, especially with their run that they had at the you know, tail end of last year. Right, upsetting Virginia and losing to Creighton. Uh, but, you know, Ohio returned a lot of talent, and that talent has shown through. Plus, you know, they were able to get Jason Carter to transfer back, and Carter has just been tremendous. Mark Sears has stepped up for Jason Preston, and that has been, you know, really, really fun to watch. Uh, you know, Roderick and the whole, the whole crew. Uh, Ohio has won by double digits in each of their games so far this season. Belmont, 92-80, to 80, won by 12. Uh, he got the Cleveland State win, win by 11, 67, 56. And then the Robert Morris win, 85, 71, with Cleveland State and Belmont both projected to win uh, their respective conferences. Uh, and now with an opportunity right in front of Ohio against Kentucky tonight. This would be, you know, out, this, this would probably be their biggest regular season win, right? It would be a win that would be a season-defining win up until you hit the postseason, right? Because if you win tonight, you know, you, you, you're riding happy, you're riding high, 
all the way throughout the rest of the season until you hit the Mid-American Conference Championship. But I think that's what a win against Kentucky can do. Uh, and, you know, Kyle Perry was talking about, you know, this Ohio team. And, you know, the attendance at Rupp Arena has not been high, right, over the first couple of games uh, for Kentucky. But uh, he set out in, in media, and I don't know if I'd use the word ho-hum the way that he did, uh, but he said that it's not a, a ho-hum Ohio Bobcat team, right? This is a team that will go in there and they will, you know, push Kentucky to the limit and hopefully go over and win if you're a Bobcat fan. But this is a game that can define Ohio's season right here, right now. And Jeff Bowles, again, he tried to schedule up against, you know, anybody who would play him, right? Anybody who would want to play this Bobcat team. And, you know, maybe because, you know, Ohio lost Jason Preston, a couple of these teams might bite. But no Power 5 team, no team uh, that views themselves as you know, above the mid-major you know, conferences, above the mid-major schools. You know, no team wants to lose or be upset by a group of five team. And that's what Ohio can do tonight against Kentucky. They can upset this Power 5 team. They can upset the blue blood that is Kentucky. And if they beat the Wildcats, you know, the sky's the limit for this Bobcat team. Ohio can really go out there and prove themselves for the first time in a long time that you know, they're not just a, a power in the Mid-American Conference, but they are now a national power. They are a team uh, that can compete with some of the best in the nation. And like I said at the, at the start, Ohio already has one Associated Press AP vote, right? And, and if you remember from last year, if you were tuning into the program last year, Joey and I were going back, and I said, you know, after that Illinois loss, and the historic run that Ohio went on against Cleveland State, you know, scoring 40 points unanswered, setting that record. You know, I, I thought that Ohio deserved at least at least one vote, right? But I, I got it, right? The, it's still a loss. You know, Cleveland State was not the team that they were at the end of the year, at the beginning of the year when Ohio played them last year. So, again, it was a, uh, you know, impressive run, but it didn't warrant national attention. Jason Preston warranted national attention, but the Bobcats did not, right? Until they, they made their run in, in the uh, NCAA March Madness tournament, right? And then when they beat Virginia, you know, that's when they kind of started to, to ignite that fire, not only out, out here in Southeast Ohio, but, you know, get a little guard on that national attention, you know, not only for Jason Preston, but for the rest of this Bobcat crew, right? Ben Vanderplas has, has been great. You know, Ben Roderick... Uh, has been solid so far this season and continue to, to get better and better. Uh, and, and Ohio's playing without Dwight Wilson, right? I mean, Dwight Wilson III is, is still injured. That's your best center. You know, that was one of the best players last year across collegiate basketball, right? So you, you have somebody waiting in the wings off the injury. You have you know, all this talent with Sears and with Roderick and with Ben Vanderplas and Jason Carter, like, you have a team that can go out there and you know do as successful as they have done to start the season, right? You beat Belmont, you beat uh, you know Cleveland State, both teams that are projected to do well. Yeah, you know, now you have a chance to beat a blue blood, and this opportunity you know does not present itself a lot this season, right? You got Kentucky in front of you tonight, then you've got LSU, and then maybe you know a, a good game with Marshall. 
and then you get into you know the the conference play in the Mid American Conference. But you have you know your non conference schedule. This is as good as it is going to get. This is as as high as a caliber team as you're going to play all season. So if Ohio wants to go out there and accomplish all that they want to accomplish, they got to beat or they got to at least compete with Kentucky. And I think Ohio was a little bit on the short end with the preseason poll with Buffalo being the number one team. And I get it. You know, Buffalo has a lot of talent. They, they have a lot of, uh, you know, pieces around them. Uh, but I, I think the conference and people outside of, you know, Southeast Ohio have thought, all right, well, without Jason Preston, Ohio will take a step back. And they haven't, right? They have gone out there and they have proven themselves to this point, 3-0 and with impressive wins, that they can go out there and compete and they got another opportunity in front of them again against the Wildcats of Kentucky. Uh, so that game again starting at 6.30 on our sister station, 105.5 FM, locally here. It's also on the SEC network. And it's a big game, again, for the Ohio Bobcats. Just historically looking through this, right, Ohio is 12-58 and 58 against the top 25. And against number one seeds, they are 0-6. That doesn't apply here. Uh, but against teams in the top 10, yeah, 2-28. and 28. Teams in the top 15, which this is, this is a top 15 team, they are 9-37. and 37. And then top 20 teams, 11-50. And, and right, so it's not, they haven't had... Traditionally, you know, the bigs, they've had a couple of wins here, but again, only 12 wins total against teams in the top 25. But this one, you know, will be a big win. If they can go out there and get it, it would be a big win for Jeff Bowles. It would be a big win for this Bobcat program. And this would put them, I would say, you know, pretty close to the border. And uh, they only have one AP vote right now, but they, if they get this win tonight, yeah, they, they would get that national spotlight. They would get, I'd say, pretty close to top 25 in the, uh, in the AP voting. Uh, will that happen? You know, they got to go out there and do it first. Right, they still have a lot of teams. Of course, Xavier with their win over Ohio State yesterday. Uh, Xavier had a little bit more AP votes. Uh, you, you'd need a couple of these teams to lose. And right now, uh, you know, Ohio would be close. They would be close to uh, the top 25 with the win over Blue Blood in, in Kentucky. Uh, but it would be, you know, again, one of their best best games. Um, and if they can go out there and do it, it's, it's rare that Ohio gets a win over the top 25 team. And you know, I, I think that they are in a, a pretty good spot right now that they can go out there and accomplish that tonight. Uh, but again, 630 on our sister station, Power 105. Bobcats on the air, and you have a chance now to win a couple of tickets to see Ohio and Mount St. Mary's uh, inside the Convocation Center on Monday at 7 o'clock. Uh, again, that pregame, it's a 30-minute pregame on the flagship over on Power 105, so that would air at 6.30, but you can see uh, tip-off live in person inside the Convocation Center on November 22nd with the Bobcats and Mount St. Mary's uh, again on Monday. Uh, so if you're interested in those tickets, we got two tickets to give away here. We have two tickets to give away on our Facebook page, uh, WXTQ Sports. If you're not already part of it, uh, be sure to be a part of it because uh, you can have, a, again, a couple of chances to win some tickets and uh, some other cool things uh, through the station. Uh, but again, Ohio and Kentucky tonight, really big opportunity, really good uh, program with Kentucky and with Ohio. 
and this would be a season-defining win. And, again, looking at the schedule, you got LSU, which would be a power five, and then it really kind of tapers off after that. No discredit to the other teams on the schedule, but, you know, you're not going to get another Kentucky. You're not going to get another LSU, you know, all season long. So the Bobcats are, are on. If they're going to go out and accomplish something, they can go out there and accomplish it tonight. Some four zero five nine two six six four six again. Some four zero five nine two six six four six. We'll uh, break down a little bit of the Ohio State Buckeyes loss to Xavier uh, coming up right after this, and then of course uh, we'll talk a little bit about Ron Collins, Pete Germano, uh, both announcing their retirement. So Ohio will be in search of a new defensive coordinator for twenty twenty two, and depending who you talk about or who you're uh, you're talking with. You know, maybe Ohio needs a little bit of a shakeup coaching-wise. I would never call for anybody's job. Um, you know, I think it's a tough situation to put the coaching staff in, especially with the quick turnaround uh, between Coach Solich and, and Coach Albin. Um, but again, you know, it would be... Uh, I think we can all agree that the defense was not where it needed to be this year to be successful. And maybe it's because of injuries. Maybe it's because of X, Y, and Z. Who knows? But... Ohio, what we do know is Ohio will have a new defensive coordinator next season as Collins and Germano announced their retirement earlier today. So we'll talk about that uh, again coming up after the break. And, of course, Ohio State football with their game against Michigan State and Michigan in back-to-back weeks or that team up north. However your, uh, your Buckeye fandom lies, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll break that down a little bit too later on in the show. But right now, if you give me a call, some 405-926-646, you'll get two free tickets to go see the Ohio Bobcats and Mount St. Mary's on Monday, November 22nd. Would be a good basketball game to go to right before Thanksgiving next week on Thursday. It's a quick break. Be right back after this. Sportsman presented by Jane K. Contracting, 970-97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. These days, we're all doing a lot more virtually, which is why at Ohio Health, we've expanded our virtual care options and availability to make it even easier to get safe expert care at home. That includes virtual visits with over a thousand trusted providers in every medical specialty. Learn more about our virtual health options at ohiohealth.com slash virtual health. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. You are listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Good to be with you on this 
19th day of November, 625 on the clock. Final show for me here on 97, 97.1 FM, WHDH. Yeah, I don't fill in every now and then, but it's uh, you know, always been a pleasure to, uh, to be on the program and be you know, talking with everybody. And you know, hopefully you guys have enjoyed it over the last couple of years as well. Uh, Ohio State basketball narrowly got away from Akron earlier this year, 67-66. Beat Bowling Green, 89-58. Uh, Niagara, 84-74. Then lost to Xavier. Yeah, and Xavier's a good team. Right, Xavier is a good program. Traditionally, they have been. But they lose 71-65. to uh, E.J. Liddell led the way for Ohio State with 17 points. And they didn't really get... I mean, their, their bench kind of got a little bit of a... Uh, you know, some production off the bench, right? 12 points from Young, uh, 14 points from Johnson. But E.J. Liddell uh, definitely taken over with 17 points, uh, 8 blocks, Right, one of three shooting uh, from three, two or three free throws. But Ohio as a team, Ohio State as a team, right, they got out-rebounded 43-35 and got the ball stolen away 10 times. Right, They gave out 10 steals. Uh, so with the turnovers and with the you know, inability to, to dominate on the board, you know, they, they lost to Xavier. Uh, and I don't know how... You know, it's going to really affect them down the stretch. I mean, with college basketball, you can obviously you see a little bit more update, uh, you know, upsets in college basketball more often uh, than you see in football. But uh, 71-65, Xavier, perfect 3-0, and and Ohio State 3-1, and suffering their first loss of the season just last night. Still think Chris Holtman's got a pretty good program. Uh, they just didn't really have a whole lot of, again, they didn't have a whole lot of production yesterday. Lost on the boards, lost a turnover battle, and yeah, the free throw was fine. You know, they, they shot better from three against Xavier, 38% to 20, uh, 37% to 40%, you know, field goal shooting. So it, it, Xavier was just a better team. Xavier out rebounded them, they stole the ball more. That's about it, you know. Not nothing much more uh, about this Buckeye team, but you know, you take a look, and they're really hitting a tough stretch for their schedule right now, right? Because next week you have Seton Hall, which upset Michigan, Michigan the number four team in the nation, at least before the upset. Uh, but Seton Hall upset Michigan sixty-seven sixty-five. Right, Seton Hall may, might have had a couple of down years, but Seton Hall out of New Jersey, they uh, you know. Do have a good program, historically. Um, but a good win for Seton Hall over Michigan, 67-65. So what that means for Ohio State, it's going to be a tough game. All right, so they've got another tough one on Sunday. And then on top of that, they've got to play Duke home, which is good for, for the Buckeyes. Uh, but you got you know, the loss to Xavier, and a really tough part of the schedule with Seton Hall and Duke coming up, and then Penn State. You know, then you get Townsend, then you get into Wisconsin, and then uh, Kentucky. Right? Then you get the Wildcats for the Buckeyes. So this is a really, really tough stretch 
for Ohio State. And, and Coach Holtman's going to have to get these guys, uh, you know, still focused and throughout because yeah, Big Ten is, again, looking pretty good in basketball. You know, Purdue's ranked sixth. Maryland's 20th. Michigan, you know, before the, the loss yesterday was fourth. Illinois, 10th. So you, know, you, you got a, a tough schedule ahead of you. And I think this is probably the toughest part especially non-conference, that, that you're going to see with Seton Hall and Duke. Yeah, at the beginning of the season, did you think Seton Hall was, was going to beat Michigan? Probably not. Right, but Seton Hall's you know, undefeated this year. They are 3-0. So again, with, uh, with the tough Seton Hall on Sunday or Monday, and then number seven, Duke, on the 30th, it is a tough stretch of basketball for, for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, coming up. But again, it, it's a, a good test, too, because on the flip side of that, you win those couple games, you, know, you can erase the Xavier loss out of your minds. But that loss for Ohio State will probably drop the Buckeyes, uh, I'd probably put them around 24, 23rd, probably. Xavier probably gets a couple more Associated Press votes. Because uh, they were, were were getting a couple votes, not top twenty-five, but they were getting a couple votes uh, before you know the uh, the win against Ohio. So again, if you got that, then you should be should be looking all right, um, you know, for Xavier. But if you're Ohio State, yeah, you got to go out there and uh, you know you got to bounce back against Seton Hall. And it's just going to be a tough tough part of the schedule. And it's going to be a, a uh, Struggle start to finish. And then they got to bounce right back again with Duke. A couple days after, eight days. Right on the 30th. And then Penn State on the 5th. So tough look for uh, for Coach Holtman and the Ohio State Buckeyes. But you know, it is a good part. It's a good test. You know, I'm sure Ohio, the Bobcats, would love to play you know, that schedule and play Xavier and play Seton Hall and, and, and Duke. Uh, but, they, again, they got Kentucky, and that pregame should be on over on our sister station, Power 105, uh, right now, 632. But for the Buckeyes, I think everything's going to be all right. Uh, they just have to clean up a couple things, you know, try to, you know, get better on the boards. Uh, and they, they can't get the ball stolen away ten times. You know, it's, it's not going to win them a ball game, especially a close one, 71-65 uh, with their loss to Xavier last night. Uh, we'll take another short break right here on the Sports Fan. Again, if you're looking to go to the uh, Mount St. Mary's game on Monday inside the Convocation Center with the Ohio Bobcats, you can give me a call, 740-592-6646. Again, 740-592-6646. Call into the Sports Fan and get you a couple of tickets to go see the Ohio Bobcats and hopefully see them with an undefeated record of 4-0. and But a tall test for them against Kentucky tonight. At 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll step aside. We'll be right back after this. It's a sports fan presented by JK Contracting, 970 97.1 FM, WATH. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. The report follows the news. 
Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Both Wealth Strategies is not a broker dealer and is independent of RJFS. Now, for more of the sports fan on 970 WATH. Short break right here on the sports fan. Mills and Mike taking all the way up until 7 o'clock today. Cold, chilly night in Southeast Ohio. 34 degrees, but it is a clear night. It was a lunar eclipse or something for three hours. I didn't. I saw something online about that. Didn't really know, uh, really, you know, all, all that moon talk and stuff that was going on last night. I don't know what time that it was supposed to happen, but you know, it did happen. They had the lunar eclipse or whatever it was. Uh, a couple quick things right here. Uh, first, found it interesting, uh, but there was news from Ohio University saying that you know, researchers find the bobcat population are rising with room for growth. And as a you know, a bobcat, as, as an alum, uh, it, is, uh, it is good news. I'd like to see the, the mascot you know, growing out in the wild <laughs> with the, uh, you know, the bobcat population rebounding. So that is good. Uh, the other thing, and we'll talk about uh, a little bit later, we've got to talk about bobcat football as you know, both defense coordinators, uh, co-defensive coordinators, Ron Carlins and Pete Germano, uh, both announcing their retirement today. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about, you know, Cleveland and Cincinnati uh, as both the Browns and the Bengals yeah, need, a, need a bounce back, right? It was an embarrassing loss for the Cleveland Browns against New England their last time out. And obviously Cincinnati on a two-game losing streak, their first losing streak of the season. Uh, they need to go back at it again against Las Vegas coming off the bye week. And, uh, you know, talking to Troy earlier, you know, with the with an extra week for Joe Burrow to to kind of prep and prepare and get ready, I mean, you got to anticipate that that Joe's going to have a good week. I, it, it's uncharacteristic with the uh, with the interceptions and the turnovers that Cincinnati has had, uh, but you got to imagine they'll bounce back. And the other thing, you know, Jared Goff is not practicing today. Uh, that report coming out from Adam Scheffner, but Goff did not practice for the third straight day, and Tim Boyle is going to start against Cleveland. So the Browns need to get a win. Uh, It it would be no excuse if Tim Boyle goes there and uh, and beats Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. And it might not be Mayfield. Mayfield is still practicing. He's still running around. Um, But he's, he's been banged up everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Case Keenum starting over Baker Mayfield with Mayfield still active. I think that if the game gets out of hand, you'll probably see Baker. What I would do is sit Baker, start Keenum, and then put Baker in the ballgame if need be. Right? If Keenum can't go out there and beat the Detroit Lions. Especially with, with a backup quarterback in, in Tim Boyle. We'll break that down. We'll talk about it, and you can call in at 740-592-6646. Uh, still got a couple of Bobcat tickets to give away for the game against Mount St. Mary's coming up on Monday inside the Convocation Center, and those are physical tickets. You will have to come here to the station to pick them up should you want them. But to get them, uh, you got to call in 740-592-6646. The big news from the Ohio Bobcats today is not that the Bobcat popula- population is rising, uh, but that we lose a couple of Bobcats, the defensive coordinators in Ron Collins and Pete Germano. And, you know, you take a look 
And they have had you know, a lot of time here with, with the Ohio Bobcats, right? Ron Collins has been here for 10 years. Uh, and obviously in 2019 when you know, Jimmy Burrow decided to step aside, uh, you know, he, he stepped in and did a nice job you know, defensively for Ohio, uh, stepping up and getting the job done. Uh, but we do have a call on the line. Caller, you're live on the sports van. Yes, I was calling about the tickets for Monday night. Is that too early or too late? Well, they're yours if you'd like them. Oh, yes, <laughs> I would. All right. Yeah, that's uh, two of them. Ohio and Mount St. Mary's. You had two tickets. It would be, uh, again, Monday at 7 o'clock, and you can go to this game, right? Yes, sir. All right. That's what happens. So. What time can you come to pick up the tickets? Now, where at? Uh, 300 Columbus Road. Oh, yeah, out okay, at the station. Yep, right at the station. Tomorrow or, or Monday, which is what's best? Uh, if you can come on Monday, that would be great. Uh, okay. Any, anytime between 8 and 4. Uh, okay. Somebody will be here to uh, to give you the tickets. Okay. We'll do that. Boy group. B-O-Y-D-R-U-T-H. That's, uh, what's the name? Boyd Ruth. Boyd Ruth? Ruth, yes. R-U-T-H. Like Babe Ruth. All right. Well, congratulations. You got two tickets to see the Bobcats uh, on Monday. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. You'll be listening to the uh, Kentucky game on our sister station, right? Yes, sir. Yep. I, 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 looking forward to it here tonight. Yeah. What do you think? Does uh, Bulls have a, a better shot of beating Kentucky this time rather than uh, what happened back in 94? When we did beat them, you mean? Uh, we, we lost in 94. I don't. I think right. I'd have to go what back year? and check the last time we beat Kentucky. Oh, what year did we? Yeah, I, well, I remember when they beat them, but I don't know what year it was. Uh, Bobcats. Uh... I don't know when they. I'm, I'm taking a look at the Bobcat website, and you know Kentucky leads the all-time series fourteen to one. So it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't remember. I thought maybe it was another team that they upset, but anyway, might as well win. We got to play anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Really good opportunity for Ohio, and uh, it's been en- encouraging to see. But uh, again, I'll let you go. Congratulations on the tickets, and uh, we'll see you here Monday. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Still have an opportunity to get two other tickets through our Facebook group page. Uh, see if uh, i got to check Facebook. i got to take a look and see if Troy had posted that yet or not. I know that he will uh, if it's not posted onto the WXDQ sports page yet. Uh, but we do, again, have a couple of tickets to give away for uh, you know online as well. Let's see, I think somebody's trying to call in. And let's see if we got somebody calling in the line. Caller, you're on the sports fan. Yes, well, I'm calling about the high football team, but they did a lot better if they would use the armor twins more on the passes. Yeah, it's, um, you know, with how many years that both Ryan, uh, both Mormons, Adam and Ryan, have been, you know, part of the Bobcats, um, you know, with the red shirt year and the COVID year and everything else, um, yeah, they've been here a while, and I don't know if they've really been that much of a force in the offense as maybe they had projected to be. Well, they didn't throw to them. Yeah? Uh, they didn't throw to them. They should have thrown to them some more because it showed rerun on the Nelsonville station how their very first year when Joey was afraid, uh, 
They were sophomores, all of them. First game, it's the only game but that the Joy got beat in high school. I mean, in the regular season. I, I don't mean the playoffs and that kind of stuff. Just the regular. And even that very first game, they throwed and they caught a lot of them. And the next game, they played Watkins Memorial, and the score was 62 to 54. And they caught passes in. I mean, Ryan caught passes that they showed even when they didn't kick the extra point. They caught passes all the time. I mean, all through high school they caught passes. And they maybe they filmed one or twice the whole game now. Yeah, right now, because I got the stats pulled up in front of me here. Ryan Lerman, uh, 175 yards. And Adam Lerman, just with 27. That's all they passed the whole year? That, that's all their that's their uh, their yardage. I don't have completions or targets oh. uh, in in front of me. Well, but, see, I've even got a book with her high school stuff in and told how many passes they caught all those years in the three years they played in sophomore and junior and senior year. Yeah, I I believe sixteen catches for Ryan Lerman, one hundred and seventy five yards, and Adam Lerman not targeted as much four uh, four catches for twenty seven, uh, but Cam Odin leading the way with almost four hundred yards. Uh, 28 catches for 399. Uh, but, but you ask anybody that seen them play, and they would tell you the same thing I'm telling you that they should have played, should have passed their armor twins more than they did. And you got to remember at the bomb at the beginning of the season, you know Curtis Rourke wasn't you know, really comfortable in the pocket, and wasn't you know, completing as many passes to a point where you know Tim Alman kind of benched uh, Curtis in favor of Armani Rogers. And Rogers is more of a... He runs the ball. Yeah, he runs the ball. I know that. I know that. So there's there's also that at the beginning of the year to where you know, just the quarterback and, and the offensive system that they were trying to run you know, did not work with you know, the Lerman's strengths. Well, I don't know. They could do very good. I mean, like I said, I got a book right here at some Southeastern High about all things that happened back, and it even told about the, the football team, you know, when they were in high school. And how many catches they've caught and everything. I could I could look and read it right to you. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that what Athens did you know, during all those years, I mean, it was truly well, I remarkable. Even, they talked about after they graduated that the, in the summertime, and he would back them back here and the boys right there and, you know, and he'd throw the ball to them and everything. Right. Right. I mean, how cool would that be to have a... a you know, NFL player, you know, having a catch with, with your old high school teammate. Um, well, I don't know whether he was still that, but, I mean, it, it was during his college days, you know, when he wasn't getting to play up at high State. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. I just get aggravated the way things go. And with the, a 3-8 and eight season, which is I what... I would just the... love to see him go to Cincinnati and play with Joy again, especially Ryan. Well, both of the boys, they're both good. I'm not taking one to... You know, but they're both very good. Right, and I don't know what their chances are. Probably, uh, you know, if they were to go pro into I'd the NFL. I wonder if they could walk on. Yeah, maybe their best shot would be if, if Joe had somebody's ear down in Cincinnati. You know, kind of a, um, you know, just saying, hey, you know, I, I know that this guy works hard. I know that this guy can, you know, do well in our system. Uh, but Cincinnati has a, a couple of good tight ends already with C.J. Uzama, uh, Camp Sample, and uh, with Thaddeus Moss waiting in the wings on the practice squad. 
I know that he does real good when he throws to um, the uh, boys that was with him down in uh, in Louisiana. You know, those kids that come up there then. Yeah, uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah, the ones that I said I wish I thought then I wish because they did real good together. Yeah, with Cincinnati, I mean, they've, they've got really a, a nice passing attack uh, with the second-round draft pick out of Clemson and T. Higgins and the uh, obviously with the fifth overall pick from last year in Jamar Chase. But it's well, a, see, in high school now, they, when they were playing in high school there, especially the last two years, they, they throwed to about uh, five or six of the team. They don't do, do one team... I can remember years ago they had one boy run the ball and one boy would catch the ball. And that was it. And then, and when he Joe was playing, I mean they showed the, I think we'll see there five or six of them. Uh. Oh, he had Saltzman. You had Ball Thurman's, uh, yeah. uh, Williams, right? Um, yeah, I mean he had a, a really what was it five Division One players on that team. Uh, well, I tried to look at the book here, see what it told about. This one boy that caught the most passes in any game wasn't even one of those boys. It was another one. He had caught six passes in one game. Uh, not bad. I got the book here in front of me and trying to look and see. Right. Weems moved out as a sophomore football season. When you look for something, you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, uh, it says here that Ryan caught 22 uh, touchdown passes in 214. 22, yeah. I mean, 214, he caught 22 touchdown passes. That wasn't all the passes he caught. That was just a touchdown pass, to see. Right, and now for this season, right, to go to circle back to, to um, you know, them here in college, yeah, they, they don't have a touchdown reception. No touchdowns this year for, for either Lorman. Well, like here it says here, Williams caught, uh, found the end zone 46 times and, uh, in his senior year, and uh, his 40, uh, he had 44 rushing touchdowns there, see. I mean, it's, it's all the stuff about their careers, you know, what they did and what they didn't do. Right. Ryan Lerman caught 49 touchdown passes, good for sixth all-time. That was in their senior year, I guess. Was that one, that that had to be career-wise, right, or was that in one season? Well, I don't know. It, it said record. The Lerman twins also made record, but, well, it doesn't, and this right here, it doesn't really say whether the season or been talking about a season before that, so I don't know whether it's a season there or not. His brother, Adam, got 29. Good for 32. Yeah. yeah. Well, now here's what it says. Ryan Norman caught 22 touchdown passes in 214, see. So he had the 22 in that one season. Yeah. But, see, I think that was touchdowns. I think he got the 49 passes just in the, you know, Career-wise. During the game. Yeah. I mean, they just, it was just remarkable. You should have seen them. Uh, I wish I was here to, uh, to mean, witness that. And you could ask anybody. I mean, like some of the Athens coaches, they would tell you the same thing if they, if they felt they wouldn't get in trouble. 
because they felt the same way I do. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there is change on the horizon. I don't know offensively what will happen, uh, but you know, defensively with Ron Collins and uh, Pete Germano you know, announcing their retirement, you know, Ohio's going to have to look for a defensive coordinator for the first time. You know, I don't think they're going to hire in-house. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But with Ohio now, you know, you went from Jimmy Burrow, who was there for you know, about 15, 15 years, maybe, 14 years. Uh, and that's with you know, head coach Frank Solich and Tim Albin being the offensive coordinator and an associate head coach and uh, you know, Jimmy Burrow. Uh, they were the longest tenured coaching staff, I think, across all of the uh, college football. Right, to have the head coach, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. And now, all within a couple of years, you know, your head coach has changed. Your defensive coordinator will change twice. Yeah. Well, you know, I never could understand why the uh, coaches, if some of the boys were good at it, why they didn't see some of the games and knew what they could do. Just like I could tell you back years ago in uh, baseball, Legion Baseball, we had a boy, I think from Logan, Anyway, he was a pitcher. If he could get through the first inning, he could win the game. What I mean is, he was wild the first inning. And our baseball coach, he went to OU to play baseball. Our baseball coach put him in every time when the bases was loaded. That was his first inning. After inning, he's wild. You know what I mean? Is he, don't, he might do good, he might not, you know. I said, why don't he start him? Because he's a, he's got those three, you know, that he's not going to, when you got three people on base, well, you know, if he's wild, he's going to, well, at least a couple of them's going to score. But, right, right. But I used to get so aggravated. Just, I mean, they don't know what they're doing, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. It's uh, you know, all college coaches can't watch every every game of their yeah. uh, their recruits in high school, and uh, it might take a little while to, to figure stuff out. But and uh, at that time, Marietta coach, baseball coach, he took every good player because he didn't want anybody else to get him, and he never played. Yeah. His own son told me that he wasn't good enough to play for his dad. <laughs> but I mean, he every boy that was really a better player. Went to Marietta. Well, they'd only stayed one year because they never got to play. Yeah. But he took them because he didn't want another school to get him. That's one way to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, he took every good player we had on the Legion teams there for several years there. You know, three or four years I know that, that I know about. He'd take all the good players and then never let them play. Never. They never played. Well, I'm not going to keep you, but anyway, I've just been very upset over oh. yeah, well. Six years these boys have been playing. I said, I don't know whether they have walk-ons on the on the professional or not, but I wish they did. The boys would walk on and see what they could do. Yeah, you never know, right? Anything's possible, and uh, you, know, you hope that you know they can still play football at, at whatever the next level is for them You know, after college. Uh, I heard, now, I won't repeat, I heard. Somebody told me, said, well, the boys didn't get upset, but the family sure did get upset because they didn't get a play like they thought they should. I mean, I think they played, but I didn't think they did. They showed to them like they should. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't play. I'm just saying they didn't. They should have showed to them more. 
Because yeah. I don't think Ryan, when I remember him, he hardly ever missed a, a ball, maybe sometimes they had to throw it high because, you know, or, but he could always jump up there. Well, I, well you knew, did you know that um, Joey caught two passes? He passed twice and caught the, and caught the ball in the end of the zone. Yeah, I, I heard that back um, both in high school. I think he did that once at LSU, too. Yeah, I mean, he run down the end zone because he's close to the end zone. He run down there, and the other team had hit the ball, and he just had to get <laughs> up there and run and got under and got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I won't bother you any longer. I always appreciate the phone call, I'm getting Ethel. ready to watch, uh, I mean, to listen to uh, the OU uh, men's game. Down in Kentucky. Yeah, that one should be a good one. Uh, see, I'm an Ohio fan. I'm not for Ohio State. I'm a Ohio fan. Uh-huh. I mean, I live here. I don't live in Columbus, so I'm an Ohio fan. Right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Sounds good. Always uh, always appreciate it, Ethel. Now, the one thing we didn't talk about, but I, I know Ethel's probably going to be happy about it, but the Southern Ohio Copperheads. Yeah, we talked a little baseball in there. The, uh, the Copperheads will be coming back for 2022. So that will be... Uh, exciting here uh, coming up. But we got about five more minutes of my last program right here for the sports fan. And, uh, again, always appreciate the phone calls. Always enjoy talking with everybody and uh, happy to give away, you know, those tickets and, and happy to, uh, you know, to chat. And, again, it's not a goodbye, but it is a uh, farewell for now. Uh, we'll throw it to a quick break. We'll wrap up the show coming up next. And, as always, CBS News will take over right after us here on the sports fan. Be right back after this. Sportsman 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. It's when we dig deep. Loses it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue... We rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets ticket plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof and Installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting right here, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Mills on the mic for the final time here on this Friday, November 16th. We've got four more minutes with you. And again, I'll, I'll still be around every every now and then doing the ESPN broadcasts for uh, Ohio Wrestling. Uh, you know, I'm sure Joey and, and uh, Andrew Allison will still have me on on the program, you know, sometime in the uh, in the future. But today is it. You know, moving out of Athens and uh, moving back a little bit closer to home and taking another uh, radio opportunity and a little bit of a uh, a, a bigger market. But uh, always appreciate the time that we had here in Southeast Ohio. Learned a lot here and uh, always appreciate, you know, it's always a privilege to to be able to talk with everybody and to, to communicate, and that's kind of what's special about radio, right? It's not television. I'm not talking at you. I, I always say that we're talking with you. 
I always appreciate the phone calls and, and meeting everybody and, and uh, you know, creating the bonds and friendships that will last beyond just southeast Ohio, but, uh, you know, a lifetime. But again, over on our sister station, WXTQ Power 105, we'll have the Kentucky game as the Bobcats try to knock off number 13, the Kentucky Wildcats. Bobcats versus Wildcats with Russ Eisenstein and Rob Cornelius. Tip-off at 7.01, so we're about three minutes away until that happens. And uh, for the sports fan today, about you know, kind of does it for us, or at least for me. Uh, Joey Madour, Andrew Allison will take over on the program. we got a lot of talent coming up after me, Cedric Ranger, uh, Ethan Sargent, and Carl Blaylock. Uh, they'll be taking over for a couple of the high school bar- uh, broadcasts uh, for Athens High School and for the game of the week. Trimble, Nelsonville, York, Federal Hawking, Alexander. Uh, a lot of a lot of good basketball to come up here in the area. I'll miss it, uh, and I will miss you. But I will be still around every now and then and uh, filling in and still doing the uh, morning sports reports and uh, hopefully still talking with you again every now and then. Uh, big game for Ohio State coming up tomorrow. Right here on the station, 10.30. Then we'll go to the Columbus Blue Jackets at 9.30 that night. But with Ohio State and Michigan State, kickoff at 12. And then Blue Jackets on at 9.30. Nothing on the airwaves later on tonight. CBS News comes your way next. And for the final time, this is Connor Mills signing off. Right here at 970-97.1 FM, WATH. Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. It's been a blast, and I'll see you later. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H, FM.